Hope you think you just be happy with this quick yeah. We all got problems, okay? Like for instance, today's hump day. And if you ain't humping somebody, maybe that's a problem. Because at the end of the day in this COVID era, you know, should you really be humping? Or should it, you know, be through that glory hole? Speaking of problems though, I'm talking about the biggest problem on the Canucks today here on the Quickie. I'm Trevor Beggs and you're listening to the Quickie on the Nux Misconduct Network. You get four shows on that network now that the Quickie's back this week, boom, bam. You also get Sippin' on a 40, hosted by Kyle Bowen after every Canucks game. Power of the Towel, a weekly deep dive on the Canucks, hosted by Nick Bondi. And of course, Silky and Filthy, your weekly dose of puck talk and bullshit. Go subscribe to the network and make your hockey life just a little bit better. Speaking of making things a little bit better, one area of the Canucks that could use some massive improvement is their blue line. And now I was thinking about this this morning and I was writing the six thoughts column. That's not an official name. I just had six thoughts this morning. And one of the thoughts circled around Jalen Chatfield. One of the most unlikely players to crack the Canucks roster in recent memory. In the offseason, we did our top 25 under 25. The dude was ranked 20th based on the conglomerate vote from all of us. I think Linus, Linus Carlson in Sweden, he ranked ahead. Aiden McDonough at University Hockey, he ranked ahead. Jet Wu, for instance, he ranked ahead of Chatfield. But nonetheless, Chatfield is playing on Vancouver's blue line. And to be honest, he's the least of the Canucks' problems. And now why this episode is called The Chatfield Dilemma? Again, it's not quite what you think it might read as. The dilemma is, if Chatsfield is the least of your problems, what about the rest of the blue line? What about the veterans? Because just nothing seems to be working right now for this Canucks team. They've had one good game defensively against the damn Winnipeg Jets, who I guess were a little slow coming off of four days rest or something like that, five days rest. But... <laughs> In seven games this season, combined against Montreal and Calgary, the Canucks have one shootout win and six losses. You can look at the Flames, the Canadians, and I'm going to throw the Leafs in the mix as well. Those, to me, are the three best teams in Canada, and if you don't play well against those teams, you are not going to make it very far in the playoffs, or you're not going to make it to the playoffs at all. Now, one suggestion that I highlighted this morning in the column was a possible shakeup to the Canucks defense. And I'll start by saying that it circles around the Hughes and Ben pairing that I don't think has looked as good as other people seem to have given them credit for. Everyone thinks that, you know, Jordy Ben's the next coming of Chris Tan of wearing the number eight. He seemed to hear him get some love on the broadcast. You know, he, there was that stat that he was on the ice for Seven goals, four, and none against. But overall, I thought Ben looked a little sloppy, a little hesitant. He's been a little turnover prone, and that's shone through in the last two games. Last night especially, the Ben and Hughes pairing wasn't working, and it wasn't looking great the night before. 
The Canucks cannot be married to this idea of Jordy Ben and Quinn Hughes playing together. If it doesn't work, they got to shake things up. And based on what I've seen right now, probably the next combinations I'd like to try would be putting Hughes and Schmidt together on that top pair. And I know some of you, some of you hockey analysts out there, okay? The armchair coaches, you might think stylistically they're too similar to play together. But at the end of the day, they're the Canucks' two best defensemen. I'd be giving them a chance together. Part of the rationale as well is that I think Edler and Chatfield have looked pretty good together. They were the Canucks' best pair last night, in my opinion. And Ewell Levy and Tyler Myers also had some success in limited minutes. But right now, Hughes and Ben and the Myers-Schmidt pairing, they are not working. Fix it. Do something. We got you covered here on the Nucks Misconduct Network as the Canucks head into a very crucial three games against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They need to pick up some wins. And whether they do or they don't, we'll have you covered here on the Nux Misconduct Podcast Network.